What's good, family? So welcome back to another episode, of course, of Talks with Dez. Um, I just want to talk about an experience that I had with my feelings. And if you have not listened to the song or the album titled Feelings by Chandler Moore, I suggest you listen to that because it's very deep. So social media, guys, it teaches us that we shouldn't have feelings basically to ignore what people say, brush people off. If somebody's not fitting your lifestyle, cut them off. But everybody goes through these feelings in your life and it feels like a big heavy blanket has been thrown over you. And it's like, it makes you immobile. You can't move and you can't help but to feel what everybody else is feeling. You try to accommodate everybody to make sure that everybody in your circle is okay or has everything that they need or that you're making sure that you don't cross any boundaries that will potentially burn bridges with your loved ones or even at the workplace when you're trying to do so much for so many people and accommodate the needs of your employees and people do nothing but complain. Things like that will have you in your feelings because it's just like I've tried so hard to make sure everybody was okay and nobody is appreciative of my time. But in the midst of me being by myself, I found myself in a really dark place. And the Bible talks about how when two or more gather that he will be in the midst. But when you're alone trying to fight your demons, trying to fight battles by yourself, it's the most painful process because you just can't seem to shake yourself out of that situation. And it goes to show that you can't fight your own battles by yourself. And even though you have God on your side, you're stronger when you have people with you. You're stronger when you're not the only one fighting your battles. And another thing that I realized is that sometimes we're afraid of the unknown. But just like how I dropped that episode last week about how uh, Isaiah 43 and 19, how it says I'm doing new things. But the Bible doesn't say I as in myself, I as in you. The Bible is saying I as in God. God is doing new things. And if you continue to read the scripture, he literally says that I'm doing new things. I'm creating roads in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. And, you know, physically, mentally, we can't do that. Only God can. And when it says, when I go back to saying that we're afraid of the unknown, Sometimes we'll find our way at a two-way street when you can only go left or right. And we're sitting here at the stoplight or stop sign contemplating on which way we're going to go. But if you pay attention to the scripture, when God says that I'm making roads in the wilderness ahead of us is the wilderness. But we're so afraid of the unknown. We're so afraid of there not being a road that we can physically see. We continue to sit there and contemplate whether or not God is going to make us go left or whether he's going to make us go right. But it's not about going left or right. It's not about what you see. It's not about what the world allows you to see. You know, the world allows you to see what's on social media. The world allows you to see what's okay in society, but not what's okay in God's will. 
So we pay attention to social media when social media tells us all these things that we need to do. Oh, well, when people are disrespecting you, cut them off. Get rid of the toxic vibes. Get rid of this and get rid of that. But what people fail to leave out is the fine print and the emotions and feelings that's attached to these people that you're letting go in your life. What social media fails to tell you is that you're going to go through things, but everybody's experience is different. So we're watching everybody else on social media go through their battles. And you're like, okay, well, it was so easy for them to cut this person off. I'm going to cut this person off in my life that's been bothering me for a long time. But when you cut them off, you start to get these feelings where you feel immobile and you feel yourself sliding back into this awkward state of depression. And that goes back to the Bible plan that we did titled The Fuel That Destroys Depression. You can't allow your emotions and your feelings to make you fall back in life. You got to have people in your life that help hold you accountable. I felt so bad Monday, guys. Oh, my goodness. I felt so defeated. I tried praying. And every time I would close my eyes, it was like, some of you might think I'm crazy when I say this, but when I would close my eyes, it would just be like, the enemy would be like, open your eyes. Something might be in your room staring in your face right now. Something could be standing in the corner. Open your eyes. Open your eyes. You can't pray with your eyes closed. Open your eyes. Open your eyes. Open your eyes. Something's coming in your room. Open your eyes, Des. Open up your eyes. And I opened my eyes and I got distracted. When I tried to close my eyes and pray again, I couldn't because I was so distracted by the enemy. I was so distracted by my feelings. I was distracted by the emotions. I was I had so much fear built in my heart that if I closed my eyes that something would attack me and I wouldn't be prepared. That sounds so crazy but it's so true. And I the whole day I'm thinking I could just listen to music and get myself through it. But the most important thing that I forgot to do is worship. Later on that night, I had one of my friends that hit me up and said, are you good, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, I'm not. And she was like, well, do you want to come over and talk about it? She was like, matter of fact, I'll come over there. What kind of milkshake do you want? I said, I want a vanilla milkshake. She brought me a milkshake and we sat and talked for like three hours. And she just, just having a presence there. And she was like, I didn't even have to say anything to help you through your situation. You literally are sitting here speaking over yourself, but when two or more gathered, he would be in the midst. So it was like having somebody there with me as I talked about how I felt made me feel better and not alone. And I say that to say, you guys cannot move by yourself and think that you can heal yourself by yourself because you can't. You can't physically heal yourself. Even your body, when you get a cut, it doesn't heal itself. Your body works together to heal. It's not just your skin that's healing. It's not just your blood. It's not just your tissue. It's your body as a whole, everything working together to heal that wound. It's not doing it by itself. But I say all that to come back to sometimes we put our faith in everything but God. And we fail to understand how great God truly is. 
And just like, just like on the boat, when Jesus said to them, why are you afraid? They couldn't give him a clear, legitimate answer as to why they're afraid. But all they know was that there was a crazy storm taking place and they felt attacked. So they woke Jesus out of his sleep and he says, why are you afraid? I'm right here. But what we fail to understand is that we won't allow Jesus to take all of our problems, but he died for the world. Even for people that don't even love him, people that don't know his name, people that don't know who he is, people that's never even read about him. But he died for them. So whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. He'll meet you in the middle when you are ready. But we fail to understand that. So when we start going through things in our lives, we're constantly turning around and God's like, I got your back. I got your back. I got your back. I got your back. So you can't look at this road left and right instead of the stop sign forever. You got to walk into the wilderness because if he's going to make roads for us, you got to have faith that he will. And as you start walking into the wilderness, you'll start to see that he's going to make a path for you and that he's making a road for you. And sometimes it could be it can be strange and unfulfilling to walk into the unknown because you don't know what you're about to walk into. That's the purpose of the unknown. The enemy could be following you. But with you constantly turning around, you'll face the de- you'll face your demons, you'll face the enemy, and God's facing This is how I picture it. This is how I pictured it last night when I was talking to my friend about how I felt. I picture Jesus as a coat on my back, okay? He's a coat. And sometimes, you know, if you ever felt somebody throw a piece of paper or flick something at your coat, you feel it. You don't feel the impact, but you feel, well, you feel the impact, but you don't feel the, um, it doesn't move you, if that makes sense. You just feel it like something hit me, but I ain't going to pay it no mind. Or like when you're walking and the acorn falls and you hear it, but you don't see it. I view Jesus as this coat. And as you're walking, like the enemy will flick things at you and he'll make acorns fall. He'll flick pieces of paper to make you feel it. And Jesus will take all the bullets. And then we'll turn around to see if Jesus is okay. And next thing we know, we're faced eye to eye, toe to toe with the enemy. And you're like, Jesus, I'm scared. And he's like, turn around. I can't because he's staring right. He's staring me right in my face. He's like, turn around, Des, turn around. I can't, I'm scared. Turn around, I got your back. But the whole time Jesus is facing the will of God and you're facing the enemy because you've made a whole 360 turn to turn around because you felt something attack you. But it was just a battle that Jesus was facing for you, that he was fighting for you. But we don't, we don't, we don't see that. We just felt something. So now we're turned around and we got all of our sexual desires. We got our pain. We've got lust. We've got the world. We've got social media. We've got the lies we told. We've got the things that we've done wrong all staring us right in our face and we're attacked. We feel some type of way. And now you're trying to defend yourself. 
when the person that defends you is facing the other way. Sometimes you got to turn around and allow God to fight your battles. Just like the song says, Jesus be offended. Sometimes you have to, not sometimes, but you have to allow Jesus to be that fence in your life. But I also want to remind you guys that it's okay to have feelings. It's okay to be in your emotions. It's okay to feel down. Because sometimes God has to break us to help us to understand that we need him and that we have to call on him because you can't suffer by yourself. Suffering alone will cause pain. Suffering alone will cause damage. Suffering alone will cause you to make irrational moves in your life that you'll think about later as in, dang, I really shouldn't have done that because it wasn't best for me. Had I called on Jesus, I wouldn't be in the situation that I'm in. But to come back from that is a feeling of restoration when you know that you've overcame it, but you can't keep turning around. You have to keep going. You have to keep pushing. You have to keep trying. You have to allow Jesus to fight your battles as he said that he would. The Bible says how God says to cast your burdens upon him and you have to, and you have to keep walking. You can't allow your sexual desires to come into your life and cause turmoil and to start to distract you from what God has for you. That's how you easily become distracted from your destiny because you're allowing the enemy to tell you what you should and should not do. Stop allowing the world to tell you what's, what is and isn't okay. Stop allowing social media to tell you this is what a relationship should be like. Stop allowing social media to tell you this is how much money you should have in your account by the age of 20. Stop allowing social media to tell you that you have to have the newest car. Stop allowing social media to tell you that you have to have at least 10,000 followers to be somebody. Stop allowing social media to tell you that you have to be all these things that you are not. You have to stand out. It's okay to be different. Because when you try to be like everybody else, you'll find yourself constantly slipping up and constantly falling and constantly beating yourself up because you're not where you think that you should be. But it's not about where you think you should be, but it's about where God wants you to be. And where God wants you to be is the best place for you to be. But you have to be able to align yourself with God and find yourself comfortable in the unknown. You got to be okay with walking in the wilderness. You got to be okay with walking to places where there is no path if God led you to it. You got to put that, well, society says I shouldn't do this, or this goes against my masculinity, or I don't have the newest car. My relationship isn't like my friend's relationships. My life isn't like my friend's life. I don't have the money that this person has. I don't have what this and I don't have that. Stop. Stop pinning yourself to everybody else and create you. Align yourself with God to create the best version of you that you can possibly be. By walking into the unknown, do something different. Allow God to do new things. In your driest seasons, allow him to create a river in that desert. When you're not sure where to go and all you're surrounded around is 
worldly decisions and the unknown, it's time to step into that unknown and allow God to make a road in the wilderness for you. The enemy might follow you, but that's okay because when you follow Christ, he'll fight your battles. But you have to trust God. You can't allow your emotions to sit on you like a heavy blanket. Sometimes you got to get up and go. Because what is it that my that uh, Marisha said to me? Sometimes your uh, thoughts can be, what did she say? Sometimes being alone, basically what she said was, sometimes being alone can be one of the darkest things for you. Sometimes being in your thoughts alone can put you in a bad place. Sitting in your bed all day up under the covers, just moping and crying and figuring out what you're going to do next can be the worst way to cope. Sometimes you got to get up and go. You can't allow the enemy to make you immobile. You can't allow the enemy to inject you with all these feelings. You can't allow social media to influence you in a negative way. Take a social media cleanse. Take February as your social media cleanse. I made a mistake Monday of getting up with my phone. I checked my phone. I was off from work. And some things that I had saw on my phone had made me upset. I made the biggest mistake of taking my phone in the bathroom with me. And when I get up in the morning, the first thing I do is use the bathroom. And I always sit down when I use the bathroom when I get up in the morning because it just gives me time to sit, talk to God until my legs hurt and I need to get up. But I made the mistake of bringing my phone in there with me and I didn't even get a chance to talk with God. I sat there on my phone reading all these group me's and social media and all of these things and it started filling my head with where I'm not at in my life. And I'm like, okay, God, I got the new car. I got the job promotion. Um, I got the finances. I got I got the newest this and the newest that out because I wanted to do something for myself. But it's like, now what? It's like the enemy was saying, okay, you got all these great things, but you're still dead. You're still a nobody. He was telling me that I was nothing. Like I was looking at social media and where everybody else was and comparing myself to them and realizing that I'm nowhere in life. But at the end of that night, and I, that was a full 24 hours I let defeat me. And I say defeat because the enemy, he won that battle. I ain't even going to lie to you. He had won that battle. But by the end of that night, when Marisha came over and we had that talk, I had realized that I had allowed the enemy to trick my mind to make me feel as that as if nothing I did was good enough and that everything I did went to the drain, but it wasn't even like that. I allowed him to manipulate my mind. I allowed him to fool me. Don't allow negative things in your life to manipulate you, to make you think that you are not good enough because you are. Take a social media cleanse. Take some time to yourself with people that will hold you accountable and lift you up. 
Don't allow your cup to go empty. You need to have friends in your life, family. Uh, it doesn't even matter, but somebody in your life to help hold you accountable to fill your cup up when you are empty. And sometimes you have to upgrade that cup to a bigger cup. It's hard out here. Some days you're just not feeling it. Some days you are. Some days you want to give up. Some days you want to keep pushing. Some days, good days outweigh the bad. Sometimes the bad outweigh the good. Sometimes you might have a, a whole bad week. Sometimes you might have a good week in that one bad day that makes the week bad. But you cannot allow one bad day, one bad hour, minute, second, week, month to stop you from becoming the greatest that you can be in this world. That pandemic hurt so many people mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally. But look around to see how many of us made it. When you thought that you was in your room going to kill yourself or drive yourself crazy, it's 2021. When you thought that you would never have a car, it's 2021 you have a car. When you thought that your life was over and that you would never amount to anything, look at you now still living and breathing. That means you have a purpose. That means you have a reason to be here. Do not allow the way of the world. Do not allow your negative thinking. Don't allow yourself to put you in a bad place. Call up somebody to fill you up. Sometimes you need a little encouragement in your life. And I know some of us don't like asking for help, but sometimes you need to ask for help for self-care. It's a part of self-care. When you take a day to yourself, don't just lay up under your covers and not do anything. Be active. Do something. Take a run. Wash clothes. Start a podcast. Start a YouTube channel. Color coordinate your closet. Take a drive. Do something, but don't just sit in your pain. Don't sit around waiting for God to give you an answer when he's giving you an answer all along. You have to seek God. You can't just sit there and he'll give you a sign in your lap. It's like applying for a job. You can't say that you want a job, but you haven't applied nowhere. You have to seek a job. A job's not just going to fall in your lap. You have to seek God. Just like when you're applying for colleges for anybody that's out there that's applying for colleges and a college not just going to fall on your lap. You got to seek the college that you want to go to. We go through too much 
on the daily for you to sit and be immobile and allow the enemy and negative things to alter the way that you live. We go through too many things in this world and face so many different personalities, so many different people across social media, physically, at our jobs, in our neighborhoods, as soon as you leave your house, when you're interacting with your roommates. We face so many different things for you to allow one thing to affect your whole day, for you to allow two things to affect your whole day, or for you allow for you to allow all those things that you encounter that day to affect that one day out of 365 days a year. Sometimes you got to allow God to be that jacket for you and allow him to take those ain't no sometimes. You have to always allow God to take them bullets for you. When the enemy is on attack mode, when Jesus says he got your back, you got to allow him to have it. He said that he is before you and he is with you. And that you can call him your friend. So when you walk out the house, allow God to cover you. Allow God to be with you throughout your entire day. Allow him to fight those demons that come into your life. And listen. Don't just pray for deliverance when you can pray for dominion. God is a God of many things. And whenever you call on God for him to bring you out of a situation, he's going to always bring you out of a bad situation. Whenever you call on him, he's going to be there for you. Always. But when are you going to get tired of going through cycles? You keep wondering why this ex keeps coming back into your life or why you keep having these same sexual desires or these bad habits or this habit to want to slide back to drinking or this habit to want to go back to smoking or this habit to want to go back to anything that you used to do that you're trying to better yourself from. You're wondering why you keep asking. You wonder why you keep getting stuck in these situations. And keep asking God to help you. And he's constantly helping you like, God, I'm tired of fighting this battle. I'm tired of going on this roller coaster. But you got to learn to start asking for dominion. Start asking that God gives you the power to be able to say no to these things that you used to say yes to. You got to pray that he'll give you the courage to be able to say no. He gives you the authority to just walk away from it like, nah, I'm not doing that today. When you get that nasty text message, you you allow he gives you the power to be like, you know what? I'm not even about to entertain that today. I ain't doing it today. I'm in a great mood. I'm not gonna allow that to get to me. And you get another dean because that's how the enemy is. I ain't gonna respond. And then they call you. <sighs> I ain't gonna do it. I ain't gonna do it. And then they FaceTime you. <sighs> All right, let me answer this. See, and that's that's when you slip up. You got to ask for dominion. You got to be able to keep pushing and not allow the enemy to manipulate you with those three strikes. That text message, the call, then the FaceTime. The two text messages, then the call. Or the three calls. Or the three FaceTimes. Or a combination of any. Don't slip up. And if you do, don't beat yourself up because we serve a God that's forgiving. He will forgive you. Don't run from him. Don't hide from him. Don't try to hide anything from him. He knows everything. And I know sometimes we're like, well, if God knows everything, why I got to tell him? 
it feels good just to say it again to God, to know that he's going to take it and throw it away. Sometimes you got to say things out loud to feel better about it. But don't feel immobile. Don't give up. Don't be afraid of the unknown. And I got one more point. Have faith alone. That's all you need is faith. And you don't need a lot. You need faith the size of a mustard seed. And I say this all the time. A mustard seed is so small that if you dropped it on the ground, I doubt anybody would find it. And if you do, you got great vision. And it would take, and if you do find it, it might take forever to find it. But you don't need a lot of faith. You just need a little bit. Like the episode I did, don't don't throw your whole life to God and you don't know who he is. Try him. Give him a little bit. Give him that sexual desire. Give him your drinking habit. Give him your smoking habits. Give him your attitude. Give him your negative thinking. Give him your doubts. Give him your, give him, give him whatever you want to give him and allow him to work through that. And once you see that he's taking care of the small things, start giving him the big things. Give him your life. Give him your heart. Give him your finances. Give him your, your password. Give him whatever you want in whatever order you want to give it to him in. But that's all I got, y'all. That's all I got. I'm out.